Thank you so much for tuning in to Enlight With Us podcast. I am very grateful to God. I'm grateful for His knowledge and to give me just the love to take time and record this podcast. It is also for myself to you know, come back and reflect and actually hear what I have in my heart because sometimes when I'm speaking I'll struggle to hear myself and when the spirit works I'll also struggle to hear myself you know um, my pastor said this the, uh, um, uh, the Sunday that whenever someone speaks um, things of the spirit they themselves um subjected to not literally hearing what is being said by the spirit because the spirit is using their their board or their mouth so you kind of struggle to hear what you say and also you know speak and be used to speak whatever that you're speaking so i'm also grateful for this podcast and i know that this podcast um find its people will find its own people because I don't I don't believe that everyone would understand um, what this podcast is about because I I know this I know that the material that is in this podcast that is going to be found that is found in this podcast is the kind of material that is uh, is, is fundamental material to 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 defeat or to to conquer fear to conquer failures not only failures of um, you know financial failures but like spiritual harmonies you know spiritual um, failures things that we don't understand that um, that works within ourselves those kind of spirit that that hides themselves within ourselves and we don't even know what is it that we suffer from and in this in, in this podcast we, we are able to to, to get into that, you know, to that core, um, uh, um, to that root of our true feelings, and because our feelings makes us who we are, you know, we feel every day, and we, we we use our feelings to love, we use our instincts to love, we use our instincts almost in everything, even at work, we use our instincts. So yes, welcome to another one. Um, the topic for today is how memories form feelings. Now, our thoughts are active all the time, and the awareness of this fact is vital. The awareness of this fact is it is of high importance to be aware that our brains don't actually stop working, and and this is the sequence of of who we become every day, every second, every minute. Because we think, then we feel, and then we will behave. We behave what we have thought and what we felt. So that is our re- reaction. Even even on our sleep, look, a bedroom can affect our mood. A bedroom can affect my mood, can affect your mood. When we wake up or during sleep, we'll still be affected either way. Either when we wake up or on our sleep will be affected by a bedroom. So this means that the brain is in constant work and our thoughts are also in, con- in constant work. 
So it is important to have knowledge of what builds your thoughts. Either active thoughts or inactive thoughts. It's important to have that knowledge of what is it that stays in my memory. What is it that drives that makes me think these thoughts or have these thoughts in this particular order what is it that makes that because there is certain information a certain knowledge that is there embedded there um you know as i've said on the last episode from your past from your childhood from birth there's certain things that you've seen and that have been preached and and then that have been taught upon you or unto you so those things they build your thoughts Either you are act, either active or inactive, either you are aware or unaware, those thoughts are at work all the time. So it's important to have knowledge of what builds your thoughts. Because even when we are unaware, as I've said, we are still processing thoughts in one way or another. So whatever we do, the things we do comes from our thoughts. Therefore, we need to really stop. So, so therefore, we never really stop thinking. So what I want to say was, we, 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 we shouldn't really stop um, feeding our thoughts or our memory with new information that will produce new thoughts and a new sequence of thoughts that will give us new and better feelings. Because we never really stop thinking so we need to create that place when when we, we when we, we when we sleep or when we rest or when we try to stop you know stressing and everything we need to subconsciously there needs to be information that is healthy that we've stored there or we need to know what is there so that we just don't get mood swings that we don't understand where they come from okay so 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 so, so this part is crucial because people define thinking in different ways some define thinking as having an inner peace dial and sorry an inner dialogue within ourselves um and then some define thinking in another in, in another ways but i want to talk about the, those that define thinking as having an inner dialogue within yourselves or within themselves you can you that dialogue we can stop having that dialogue that dialogue can stop that is why those who meditate they master the art of stopping the inner dialogue and then focusing on one thought that's meditation either a good vibra- or either a good uh, uh, thought or good energy or peace or whatever so i want to explain that a, a, a little bit so let me repeat what I, what i'm saying so i said it depends on how one defines thinking so some define thinking as having an inner dialogue within ourselves then yes in that case we can stop having that inner dialogue however to stop that inner dialogue you still need to think and focus your mind and meditate on having peace either they will say focus on breathing or on your breathing you know or on good energy whatever method that you use to meditate or to stop the inner dialogue but you still have to focus on a certain thought so our brain really never stop working so the question is what is at work in our subconscious mind when we are unaware of our thoughts and the repetition of those thoughts are an exercise and an exercise normally normally improves the quality that which is being exercised so whatever you exercise so meaning if you exercise your muscles your muscles will have a different or improves they will improve the quality the quality how of the strength of the muscle 
and how the muscle appears. It will appear much stronger and it will, it will be much stronger and it will be more active and more powerful. It will be, have a long, longevity. Like it, it, it will, it will, the muscle will never get tired. It will never get tired easily. So that is the quality that, Im- that gets improved from exercising. So we do exercise our thoughts either subconsciously or, con- or consciously. So bad memories shouldn't have any repetition because if they have repetition, they grow. They'll grow if we allow them to exercise. But instead, we need to fill our memory with new information so that good memories can grow, good memories can dominate our memory. That, that, is, that is our subconscious mind. So that when, when we are aware of our so, so that when we are unaware of our thoughts, only the dominant thoughts of which it's the thoughts that we have, uh, we've exercised, of which it's the information, it's the good information that we feed, can be on repetition. So in the, therefore, the repetition is the exercise. So either you are unaware of your thoughts or you are unaware of your thoughts. Someone will just look at you and say, why do you look so happy? What are you thinking about? And you'll be like, I'm thinking about nothing. And you'll be thinking about nothing in terms of the inner dialogue so there will be there wouldn't be any inner dialogue within yourself that you are aware of but the the subconscious mind and or what is in your memory the dominant feelings or the dominant thoughts or the dominant knowledge is good knowledge and it suppresses the bad knowledge so automatically you are just a good vibe to be around because dominant thoughts that are good are on repetition and that repetition is exercise so they will become stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger so listen to this we have memories right and and some of those memories bring us or within ourselves those memories they bring peace to our souls and other memories they bring the opposite of that which is sort of sadness whatever right so what we need to do we need to have control of how our memories form our feelings we need to have control of that and there is and this is the way that i'm discussing and this is one step or another step to 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 have control of how our memories form our feelings is to have an understanding of what is in your memory and what you've seen and what you've heard and then if what you've seen and heard is not really something that you can be able to revive or not something that you want to revive then it means you'll have to find new information new environment new people new perception new everything so that you can exercise the new memories or the new knowledge that will form new feelings and better feelings and stronger feelings because indeed memories do build our feelings i hope i'm making sense with this one so so i want to i want to explain this so med- meditation, right? Meditation is used to rest or meditation is used to clear out your mind or clear out your thoughts or clear out our thoughts. But, med- med- but, but, but med- meditation, oh, my English is running away. But meditation is not the absence of thoughts, but it is, it is focus of one's mind to silence the inner dialogue within us or inside us and focus on peace of mind so in many ways meditation is to focus on one thought of peace or silence or knowledge so under no circumstances under no circumstances we can ever agree that our thoughts can stop our thoughts never stops our brains never stop our mind never stop 
consciously or subconsciously aware or unaware it is in consistent consistent is it is consistent work continuously our brains and minds and thoughts are always working we just get into different states that we are unaware we are our aware we are unactive we are active you know we are meditating trying to silence it or whatnot but it just never stops so now 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 our memories are what we know i've said that and they are what we've seen and had they're a huge part of our thoughts a big part so our memories are also the fundamentals of our knowledge so whatever we know is there in our memories whatever we learn will be stored in our memories so 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 that is why you you you'll never forget your language and if you forget your language so there's something wrong with your memory so it means you've lost you know you've no you've you've lost some, some something or there's something wrong with your brain and that is why you find that those who suffer stroke they forget the, 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 they, they lose speech right because there's something wrong with the fundamentals of your knowledge so whatever we've learned it's it's, it's taught there so we can never forget that because it's always on repetition and it, it is made strong that is why a child when they learn a language a child can learn any language no matter where they were born from right no matter what race the child is you, if you put the, if you put a Zulu child to chi- to China they will learn Chinese right but because because we've exercised the language that is why a child when when they start speaking the words don't come out nicely and 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 profoundly if I, for a lack of a better word or clear it because of exercise of that part of of learning of of that part of knowledge of 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 language then the language would become better and better and better and better and better and better and the child will never forget how to speak their language so if you want to change yourself change your memory so that your thoughts can become new and in the process of gaining and searching new knowledge you can become new as well and when you exercise the new knowledge that you've seen and when you keep on going back and keep on digging more on indulging more on what on the new knowledge that is going to build the new you that you want to become then you know that you are exercising becoming new and you'll get you'll be gaining muscle into become spiritual muscle into becoming a new person that you want to become look i was myself a victim of not knowing what built me and i attracted and i married myself to people i married myself to people who are not for me i was then and even now you know not the person that i would have associated myself with those people so 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 me attracting and marrying myself to people who are not for me you know there, there was no there are, those people I, i don't even need them for the person that i was then i don't even need them for the person i am today i don't even need them for the person i will ever be or for the person that i want to be so it means that i had forgotten in my mind so that 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 what builds my memory what's there so there was there was there was i i put i had i attracted or put information or knowledge that was in conflict with who i am and what and who god built me to be so in every way my failure to access and understand my memory is the result of all my failed relationships 
and this has nothing to do with romance i mean even friends so i have no one to blame but myself the moment you allow yourself to lie by blaming others for what you attracted to your own life then your memory is in conflict with itself i know this i've been there where the memory is in conflict with itself because the core fundamentals or the natural instincts that were god given or that were given to you in at birth and that of who you really are are in conflict with the information you are attracting because you're in a wrong environment you are you're exposing yourself into a wrong environment wrong people wrong information wrong preaching wrong teachings wrong doctrine then so therefore you are in conflict within yourself that's why you'll never find happiness so what i'm saying i'm saying Let's go back to how memories form feelings because it is important that we have knowledge of what built our thoughts. There is no way, absolutely no way to have peace and joy without how without the knowledge of how your memories build your feelings or how your memories affect your feelings. So 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 it's like phobia. Right? We we, we we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to what, to, to what I mean when I'm saying it's like phobia. But before that, let's get to this. What I want to say is that the only person who truly knows how I think and what I attract is me. The only person who truly knows how you think, how you feel, and how you, and, and the kind of people that you attract is you. You know, you hear people say, I always you know, attract women who, you know, who don't have uh, 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 who don't know how to handle themselves or crazy women or always attract broken men or broken women whatever the reason may be but it's only you who knows who truly knows that information and how it feels and how you attract them it's only you and if you are if you are if you are happy with that with the people that you attract whatever if you if you are happy with whatever you attract then improve by adding more knowledge in your memory that is similar to the knowledge that exists so that the formation of good and just feelings can be in continuous production i hope i am making sense with this one but if you are not happy with most of what you attract because there is a trend to what we attract you know if you are not happy with that then you need to change the knowledge you take in so that you can change the outcome of the vibrations you send out to attract the people who are in your life to attract the opportunities to attract anything that you want in your life but before you do that first check what is in your memory and then it will be easy to determine or to 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 know what kind of information you need what kind of new information you need and what kind of information that is still is in your memory that you need to grow also or do you need to grow more or to revive some things that are in your memory or you need to more information but that in more information outside of your memory needs to be in sync with the memory that is inside your memory that you want to keep so the knowledge outside needs to be in sync with the memory that is inside your memory so that if, even unconsciously or even when, when you stop the inner dialogue what 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 you exercise more in your in your memory in your mental muscles is what you want to become okay so the easy way to do that is to look at how you feel from minute to minute day to day hour to hour and how you feel always is the result of what you know because either you saw 
what you know or you heard what you know or you felt what you know. No matter the sequence, no matter the sequence, feelings are what comes last. So you behave last. So your, your feelings are your behavior. So even natural instincts are as a result of certain knowledge. So what I'm saying, I result of certain knowledge, I'm saying they are a result of certain teachings, certain environments, because certain teachings come with certain knowledge, certain environments come with certain knowledge and teachings. So even your natural instincts, our natural instincts, my natural instincts are a result of certain knowledge that most of you people don't have access to. What's that knowledge? <laughs> What's that knowledge? The no- that knowledge is, where was your soul before the birth of your flesh? And look at this fact. At, at birth, a child cries because they are exposed to a different environment. Something that's not in their memory. So meaning that new information has just come. And, and, and even if I attracted this new information, and even if I cannot escape this new information, but I'm now exposed to this new information. But the child is not going to cry forever because a child is, has, has a memory of, has good memories. So subconsciously when the child stops crying, she knows, the child knows that he knows or the child knows that I'm in good hands because they can sense the love around them. So they'll never stop crying. That is why if, if, if a child will, will, be, will, will, will be born and thrown in a bush, the child will cry until death because they don't feel it, they don't sense the warmness. And even though they'll cry because of the change of, 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 of scenery, of environment, but now there is no love that consoles them because they know comfortability. In their memory, they know comfort. They know love. They felt that. The only thing that is making them cry is the change of scenery or the change of environment. I hope I'm making sense with this. Because that's something that is not in their memory. But because of the love and the senses, natural instincts, they are able to feel comfort and they are able not to cry forever because of the change of scenery. They just, they just cry for that minute after birth and then they will stop crying. Okay, so a lot can be said on this example, but it is that way. It happens like that to all of us. So we need to change what is in our memory. We need we need to, to look at what is in our memory. And some of us, well, I know, and I know that there are some people also who know where we were before birth and where we were at birth. And it's not for us to boast or brag or claim to be superior about this information because this information is available to anyone. In the spiritual realm but it's for us to serve because once you have the light once you have a light you can't hide it under the table even if you hide it under the table someone will get close to the table and they'll be like hey there there's light there there's light there under the table why is there light under the table so one way or another you'll be seen for the light that you have inside you and in order to attract that light you need to be able to go back to your feeling to your feeling formation what is in your memory how your memory how your how your memory builds your feelings so if you want to be free from feeling sad or from 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 hurt or from sorrow or from anxiety or whatever bad feelings that you experience daily you need to do this find out what builds your memory even if it's not deep knowledge that is accessible to us all about the origins of our souls but you need to you need to understand that you you won't be able to erase the knowledge that gives you bad feelings. But what you'll be able to do is 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 
you'll be able to build your, your memory um, with new information. You, you'll know what new information you need to attract or you need to search and it will be available to you. The universe will make it available to you. God will make it available to you so that you can, you know, you can be able to develop the new you with the new information that you'll have or you'll know what information that you need to remember in your subconscious mind. And what you need to do after is very important because you need to change what you see. You need to change what you hear. So meaning you need to change your environment. Yes, we can control what people say to us. We can control what people say to us by availing ourselves to different people in different environments. You get to see that when you go to church, for example, at church, specifically at church, that environment, no one curses the other. So if you don't like, there are people who love cursing and they are good with that because that's the environment. Like Americans, Americans, they curse each other for, like they just curse each other. It's normal to them. And there are some people who are everywhere in the world who likes that kind of language. But if you know that deep down in yourself, you don't like that language. So you don't, you need to change environments. You need to, you need to uh, expose yourself to a different environment. And that's what you need to do in order for you to have certain information and certain, and to grow to be the person that your natural instincts proves you to be. And you know this how? By checking what is in your memory and looking back at your life. What really built me? You, you lived your life. You know best how to do that. So on the last episode, I spoke about different kinds of teachings we've had in the past by all that we've experienced. The teachings are also environments, as, I, as I've just said. And when we change what we see and what we hear, we automatically change the teachings and doctrines we expose ourselves into. We change the knowledge we take in. Or see, I mean, we do. We change the knowledge we take in this way. Change the teachings because the teachings are also environments. We change what we see and what we hear. And automatically, we change the teachings and the doctrine. And the teachings is what we see and, we are expo- and what we are exposed to and what we expose ourselves into. Then we, and then automatically, we change. Eventually, we'll, we, we are changing the knowledge that we take in. I also touched on the following teachings. I touched on religion. I touched on philosophy. I spoke about culture. I spoke about the biggest one. I spoke about trends. I spoke about other things, but the trends one is important to me because it's what we are exposed to now in the in the in the in the in the in the in the, in the new age of technology, because that's what we are exposed to. And the moral behind the teachings that I touched, what I was trying to show was 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 for us to be able to extract substantial evidence about self that so that we can build ourselves and we can extract from what we see and from what we've seen, from how we've lived our lives, from the conversations we've been around, from the teachings we've been around, from the families we've been around, how our parents were. Access that information. Access all, like, learn how to reevaluate your life. And I said, unless you identified what formed your feelings, what material formed your feelings, what knowledge you carry in your subconscious mind, <laughs> you are in high chances of failing and rebuilding self. You'll never, no matter how much you can claim to see progress, it will all end in doom and gloom. You'll never, and unless you understand this information, unless you go back and, 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 and actually look into, if, if you're raised by your grandmother, you look into that and say, how was she? What kind of energy that she was giving to me? What kind of energy was around me when I was growing up? What kind of information? What kind of environment? Do I want to become the people that I was seeing every day? 
And if not, maybe you've been trying too hard not to become like your father or like your mother or like whoever that you don't even want to become. Then, therefore, you're trying so hard, now you are missing the important information that you need to first put in your brain the different kind of information and also understand how much information was there in the first place. Because you think that it's not a lot, and it's a lot. So the liquid that you put cannot surpass the lot that is inside your memory. So that is why you keep on feeling the same way. You feel better for two days, and then the five days of the week, you are doomed. We are doomed. So no matter how much you can claim to see progress, you need to know. You need to go back. And you need to be patient with yourself because you will have to analyze each and every person that has ever come to you. Yes, it will be those significant people first, but you'll also have to analyze those people you've seen with the corner of your spiritual eye. And and, and I stress this. This has nothing to do with the financial, financial matters. This is spiritual matters. This is spiritual harmony. You can acquire money after a breakup. But in, in actual fact, yes, you'll, you'll cry. Okay, wait. You'll acquire money after a breakup and you'll cry in a better place. But in actual fact, that, that is the gospel that is preached to broken people. And broken people accept it. Because, because look at this this way. You have to have money even before you get into a relationship. You have to have money. Inside a relationship, you have to have money. You have to have money after you after a relationship. You have to have money when in sadness and joy, you, money is fundamental. Having money is mandatory. Having money. Having money is mandatory and we all need money. And the principles to which we are to acquire money are simple. You sow and you reap. But the principles to acquire joy are a bit complex and made difficult by us because we've created environments that builds broken people and environments that keeps us broken by not giving us substance to rebuild ourselves. So when one tries to build a new environment for themselves or around themselves and for themselves, we judge them and say, he thinks he's better than us. This has nothing to do with the financial. I'm stressing this matter. This has everything to do with the pain that lives in our souls, that we feel every day. The pain that you know, the pain that you only, you yourself, can fully understand. After the pretense of being around friends, you know how you are when you get home. After the pretense of going out and hustling money, after the success of getting the check, you know that you are happy to get the check. But you know that home is not warm. You'd rather be out there chasing money, running away from your natural instincts. Ooh, I understand what I'm trying to say. So money will help you cry in a better place, yes. But you still be crying. And the, <laughs> this is acceptable. This is, this, is, this, is, this is accepting pain. You crying in a better place, you are saying, I accept pain. Who said you must accept pain? Yes, we cannot run away from pain. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not contradicting myself. Hear me, hear me, hear me. I'm not contradicting myself. We shouldn't accept pain. But pain will also happen in our lives. But whenever pain happens, we would not grieve as though we don't have knowledge that other things have an expiry date in this life. So we would rejoice that for the time that we had those things. Either we rejoice that we had plenty, other we rejoice that our mother was here, our, my, my, my dad was here, now they are gone. We rejoice for the time, we'll be appreciative, we'll, we'll be grateful, we'll show gratitude towards the time that we had with that person. So, even though it's like we are accepting pain, no, 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 we are not accepting pain. 
we know that pain is going to be there. Either we accept it or not. So we don't have to accept pain. We don't have to. We just have to know that there will be pain. And we need to have enough knowledge and information in our memory that we will keep on exercising so that it will make us strong so that when pain comes, we can be grateful for the good that has come before the pain came. Before the pain came. You know we've always wanted family. I've always wanted a family. And wanted my kids to have both parents present at all times. But I can't have that because I am the problem. We can't have that. You can't have that because you are the problem. Because you've allowed people in your life who are not good for you. I have allowed people in my life who are not good for me, who are not good for, 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 for my soul. And you yourself also have entered into people's lives, people that you are not good for. I have also entered into people's lives who, are not, who, are, who I'm not good for. And I've terrorized those people. And you also have terrorized those people. How then do you master, you know, attracting good people, attracting the best people that you need to keep in your life forever? Because other people, they can be in our lives for a certain period of time to achieve certain things, and that's good. But don't now invest all your energy. Know that this person is in my life for a certain period of time. And it doesn't mean that you have to treat them lesser or less important. No. It just means you are not going to, they are not going to walk away with a huge part of you. What to blame then? Who to blame then? Your memory, my memory, our memories are to blame. Why? Because of, we, of the exercise of thoughts that happens subconsciously. And then therefore we become who we think. Either you've forgotten what you, you were when you were a child. You know, you, you came from poverty. then you have to different you have to behave in a different way because you need to change your situation at all your mother was not married you hated the fact that he was she was not married you hated the fact of having a parent an absent parent but you find yourself in the same position why because you've went ahead and lived and developed your life without godly principles and you choose partners without godly godly principles and you don't even know. We don't even know. We don't even know. And we don't even have in our memory the full knowledge of what a godly principle, of what godly principles are. So you are your problem. I am my problem. You do not understand how your own memories form feelings. It is serious as death. This matter is serious as death. We need new knowledge so that the brain. And the subconscious mind can produce different kinds of feelings than that which we have now. And change the feelings that makes us have bad days, bad weeks, bad months emotionally. Because anxiety and depression are feelings. It's deep feelings that we think we cannot control. But we can. We can even prevent anxiety. We can even prevent depression. We have fears. We have all sorts of fears. And it's all because of what is in our memory. What we've seen, what we've experienced, what we've heard. That forms fears that we feel every day. Relationship fear. Poverty fear. Fear of being alone. Hey, let's feed our memories with new substance so that our souls would have enough to eat from subconsciously. In the Bible, David said, 
Nyalilonda and I keep, I meditate on the word. What word? The word is information that you have subjected yourself into. So if you don't have good food for your soul within yourself, then find something or someone who will help you put food on your thoughts. Because as I've said on our last episode, we are what we eat. Spiritually, we are what we eat. And we, we, we are what we eat. And we are our feelings. And our feelings are the weight and sign and measure of our mental health. I need to repeat this one. I'm saying spiritually we eat and our feelings are the weight and sign of and sign and measure of our mental health. Oh, how memories form feelings, how memories form feelings, how memories form feelings. We need to know and take control of that process of feeling information by putting new knowledge to practice in our memory and the new knowledge will sharpen our spirit to discern. I need to repeat that. We need to know and take control and be in control of the process, of that process of feeling formation. When our feelings are formed by the what is in our memory, we need to have control. How? By putting new knowledge and new information that our memory or, or that our thoughts will practice. Where? In our memory. In repetition. And that new knowledge will sharpen our spirit to discern everything that avails itself to us. Mm. Okay, let me stop here for today. But what, I, what, 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 what I'll say is, therapy is for your soul. It is important for your soul. And as much as, much as food is good for your body, uh, therapy is also good for your soul. And this is therapy to those who need it. And those who can't afford it, Welcome to Enlight With Us. And this podcast attracts its own people. I'm your host, Tusizo Awanzuza. And I'll stop here for, for today. God bless. And I hope that you have a beautiful week. Thank you. <laughs>